What's going on the Copyright and Call podcast? It's your boy Loso 2.0, the copy got himself. And today I'm going to talk about how I got my car back for free. Oh, my car from being towed for free. So I think the best thing about this episode that I like more than the lesson that I learned from actually getting it back for what I will happened to pay another $400 is because it happened to me before. And just the way I handled the situation was way better this time than I was last time because we all have stuff that gets under our skin. And I'm, you know what I mean? And it's just like, I'm explaining like, this is one of the things that did get under my skin that I really didn't like. So it was like, I think the biggest thing that I liked was that how I handled the situation compared to last time. Like, I learned from my mistakes. Well, I don't even say mistakes, but just the emotional intelligence and emotional, you know, control. So, you know, watch this, listen to this episode, listen to how I control my emotions and how I learned from my past mistakes and, you know, and, and learn the big lesson that I got from it. So, you know, right now, and I'm going to be honest with you guys, because like this is what this whole thing is about, too, is being authentic. This is my second recording in this joint. I just had a good, I had a good segment teaching you guys, but I'm still at the J-O-B, you know what I mean? So someone called, had an answer. But, you know, back to, back to basically what I was saying, right? It was like, um, basically, I was stuck between two decisions. I could either, because yesterday I was actually, you know, I actually started my ebook for you guys on, you know, basically based off of my six week program for you guys. Because I noticed, like, I seen a big disconnect between people who needed my service but also couldn't afford some of my services. But there's some people that can afford it and they're willing to pay it. But some people is like, they don't, they can't do that. So I was like, you know what, let me write a, a book, an ebook to help these people out that can't afford it. And it'll be like a nice little ebook for them and they'll love it. You know what I mean? So that's what I kind of thought about doing. Um, so yeah, that's essentially, that's what I did though. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what I'm doing now, writing the ebook for. So I was like, you know what? Let me talk about that. Let me boost that up. Let me talk about how I'm reading. So I read three books at a time, personal development book, a novel, and then a copyright and marketing book. So right now I'm reading, uh, Harry Potter, Sorcerer's Stone, the first one. I'm reading Ben Settle's, uh, big book of business for my copywriting. Cause that's my copyright. Like that's my favorite copywriter today. And then I was also reading, um, you know, Tony Robbins, Awaken the Giant Within. And on Awaken the Giant Within, Tony Robbins was talking about this idea of, like, making a decision. And then when you make that decision to, like, literally, like, go through with it. And I was just like, you know, I was going to talk about, like, yo, I'm so pumped now. Making a decision, doing this ebook for these people that da-da-da-da. Because, you know, I'm a hybrid copywriter, so I sell my own production services. Plus, do dumb for you services as well. Excuse me. So, that's what I was like. Okay, yeah. So, I'm good now. That's what I'm doing. But then I realized, like... um, as a, you know, what I was doing, I'm like, you know what? People don't really like to, and it's a lesson I had to teach my student today. People don't like to like, um, they don't like to freaking just hear your wins all the time. And it's crazy because it's a stream disconnect between reality now because of social media. Like people see all these people winning, traveling for one. A lot of people taking all these trips, they're using mommy daddy's money. And if they aren't they're using their own money, you know what I mean? They're literally probably, you know, you don't know what's going on. Maybe they worked hard for it. That's great for them. But maybe they don't have no bills at home to pay. 
So it's not realistic. You know what I mean? But people see that and they're just like, yo, that's what I want to do. This and the third. Right. No, that's one. Secondly, I realized that like um, and I realized like that will make people your, your products for your brand or your product or service. People have a disconnect because they're like, yo, he's just a superhero instead of sharing your losses, too. And when you share majority of your losses and then share your win, people are more excited for your win because they were here basically with you in the journey when you was getting all those losses. So that's why I was like, you know, what? I'm just going to explain this loss now as opposed to that win that I was doing. You know what I mean? Because people seem extreme disconnect. And it, and it made me think of like when I was working with my student, how he was telling me like, yo, like. I had like a stream, like he was saying, like how he had like an extreme, like basically like uh, like porn addiction, right? He was talking about like, yeah, and I was like, yo, I'm so proud of you even saying that because a lot of people are scared to like admit stuff like that. Now, I mean, so I was giving some pointers about some stuff when I was struggling with stuff like that as well, and I'm like, this is how you get over it. But it's just like for him sharing it, I'm like, yo, that should be an authentic. You can share that online. You know what I mean? Share that with your audience because they're going to want to hear that stuff like, okay, he he goes through the same things I go through. He's thinking the same way I'm thinking. He's the perfect subject, by the way, too, for helping me build my avatar. But it's just like, they're like, you know, I can connect with somebody like that who's not all that. A lot of people don't even like business owners. They don't like to admit they have a job. I have one. You know what I mean? Copywriting is what I do on the side right now until it replaces my job income. And then these, a lot of these other entrepreneurs, if you... These millionaires and stuff that you look up to, they worked at jobs for years before they had the money to um, finally work from home, you know what I mean, full time. So you shouldn't be, like, embarrassed if, you shouldn't be embarrassed if you can't um, basically work straight full, full time for your business. You should not be embarrassed. But, and that kind of goes into what I wanted to talk about today, right? So today, um, and hold on, I'm going to tell you guys just a second, guys. Yeah, I know it was random to have that little break in between, but also, like I said, authentically, I'm at my J-O-B, so I had to answer the phone while I'm doing this, though, making this podcast, but I decided to drop you guys some gym. So, basically, that's why I'm going to get to that story today. So, today, you know, we wake up in the morning, my wife wakes up in the morning, and as she's waking up in the morning, she goes outside, comes back in, hey, baby, the cars are towed again. What? Like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, yo, last time when that stuff was told, I was like, what? I mean, literally, I was tripping, like, going downstairs, searching around, like, yo, where's our cars? Did it? Like, I thought somebody robbed us. Like, I was, like, spazzing. And then we just called emergency number. We're like, where's that? Da-da-da. Finds out our car got towed. And, yes, it is weird. I completely believe. And if you're thinking this, too, yes, it is weird for our cars to get towed in front of our complex, like, where we live. But we have to pay for parking on top of pay for where we stay at. Which doesn't make no sense to me, but, you know, it's how they do it. So that's what we had to deal with, right? So that was last time. So then we had to pay $400 to get two cars out that they hold held for not even six hours. Some BS, but whatever. So then we go back and we're like, all right, bet. So now we're going to just sit here and we're going to um, go there and see what's going on. So, you know, I called like we were supposed to be on a no toll list because of us getting told in December. Our property manager told us to meet her at her um her office Tuesday or something like that after we got told. But I texted her because I was like, yo, I can't do that. I work Tuesday. Is there another day we could do? Never answer me for three weeks, right? But I didn't try to keep contacting her. So I, that was partially my fault for not contacting her. But it was my fault for not contacting her, like keep contacting her. Like she wanted us to harass her in order to figure out whether or not we were, um, you know, getting our parking pass or not. So... One of the pillars of wealth is to take responsibility when you know you're wrong. So that was me. 
So that's why I wasn't really snapping. I'm like, you know what? It's my fault. But we were supposed to, my, my you know, my knowledge was supposed to be a no-toller. So I, kept, I just called her, kept calling her. And then um, when she answered, I was trying to explain to her, like, yo, listen, um, I know it's probably my fault because, you know, we got off the no-toll list or whatever. I don't know if it expired or whatever, but I just want to know if you can help get them to release our cars. They said it will be no problem when I called them. They said it be no problem as long as you let them know. And instantly, I mean instantly, she just starts snapping like, no, oh, this is what we're not going to do. You had, you were there for six months. Da, da, da. Mind you, side note, we've only been there for since like the end of November because we was on a honeymoon for three weeks. So that's what something anyway, or the first couple weeks. So, you know, that's another thing. But, you know, oh, yeah, you've been here since you know November. And she kept saying like five months or four months. And I'm like, everybody kept saying that. The guy said it, too. And I'm just like, hey, listen, we weren't there. Like if she could just release our cars, that's all we're asking. And I was asking nicely, like. I wasn't even, like, snapping or nothing like that. Like, nothing. But she instantly started snapping. And then you know how, like, when you tell someone it's your fault, but they keep going in, it's just like, yo, all right, now you make making me ready to snap. But it's just like I kept my composure, and we ended up getting both our cars back for free. And it made me think, too, of the idea of patience. Patience is one of the key factors or one of the persuasion secrets of a charismatic and influential villain. Of They have patience. So... It just made me think, like, just be patient. So, like, just apply this to your business, to anything in life. Like, it makes you more, like, people come to you more because you're patient. Like, you know what I mean? You're able to wait. You don't seem needy. Like, the opposite of patience to me is neediness, right? And like I said, these guys been working at these store, these jobs for years before they go into business. Like, they don't just quit their business as soon as it's not making money the next day. And it made me think of a quote Tony Robbins said. He said, people overestimate what they can do in a year but they underestimate what they could do in a decade. And ever since then, I like never, like I've never been the same because it's like true, like people are just expecting like not even a year, the next day to, to have like everything figured out and be the, you know, millionaire that they were supposed to be as opposed to really working at it for a decade and seeing what's going on. So practice patience in your business and I swear you'll see another, you know, and I'm out of breath too, guys, because I like to walk around when I speak. <laughs> so, you know, guys, keep killing it. Um, and just remember, guys, you pray for copy like this. Copy got out.